You know what I think of when I hear Tabula Rasa? Breaking Bad. No, what? No. I think it was a Breaking Bad episode. No, you're you're close. It's season six episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, in which in which Willow. So Willow, I think, cucks Tara or something like that. And um, she goes, I actually think it might be the episode, really good back-to-back episodes. It might be the episode either before or after Once More with Feeling, the musical episode. So season six? Season six, yeah. We're talking season six here. Great underrated season. but um, It's not one of the best. Not one of the best, but it's it's an underrated season. Because most people think it's one of the worst. Yes. The best season is probably season five. No. With Glory? With Glory, no. That was a bit that of a... That had the best no, individual dude, going was, into an arc. No. I, it had really good individual episodes. Like, the body is great, obviously. The and uh, the finale, not so much. Was the body... Are you sure the body was in season five? I think it it was. Season, you might be right. Okay. It was. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think season four was probably the best. No. With Adam... Granted, season four had a shitty arc. Granted, I don't like Adam, but individual episodes in that with the fucking gentleman. Uh, I like personally. Hush, yeah. Personally, I really like the uh, the uh, the beer one too. I think that's a fun episode. The beer one remind me where the beer is turning people into cavemen. Oh sure, yeah. uh, I like the one with. Uh, I, I think Spike had a pretty good role in that season. The Thanksgiving one was in there. Well, you know what? Yeah. Actually, when I said season five, I'll be honest with you, I was trying to do the big brain, the galaxy brain take. Oh, really? But my favorite season historically was actually always season three. Season, I think that's most people's favorite. Season three had the best arc with... Oh, fa- no, with, sorry. Season two is people's favorite. That's, season three is season, after Angel. Season two is a dog shit season. Season but, two is... Uh, that's not bad. Come on now. It's, no, there's no bad seasons of Buffy except season, season one. No, season one also isn't bad. I, you I know like what? It. You're right. I like <laughs> there are no bad I seasons like of Buffy. <laughs> season seven is not that good, though. And season yeah. six is pretty close the to book, being not the good. The bookends are not great. But um, yeah. I'll say this. Um, well, season six has some of the worst episodes, like the one where Buffy yeah. works in the fast food. Oh, all of that shit was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I hate Dawn, and she was starting in season five. Yeah. Dawn I is like a Dawn. Oh, I actually God, like no. Dawn. Just uh, it's almost like drafting in Scrappy Doo, but it was but it was (laughs) fucking explained in such an interesting way. It was you know her being the key. Spoilers, by the way. That that was all fine, but she was just like an unappealing, fucking whiny teenage character. That honestly just didn't add that. No offense, Michelle Trachtenberg. Uh, We love you. We love you. We love you, Michelle. Euro Trip is Listen, also sweetheart, a, we love you. Euro Trip is also a fine work, but <laughs> Ice Princess. <laughs> nah, once all that started, I, I got increasingly annoyed with the Season arcs. three season three is tits. Uh season three had a, a pretty good arc, pretty good big bad, which well, is yeah, uh, it's Buffy starting it's, out. It's oh, the faith, mayor. It's Faith in the Mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. was a lot of fun. I like Mr. Trick. Mr. Uh, Trick, remind me who that is. It's like the black guy. It was the henchman of the mayor. Oh, yes, yes, He yes. was fun. Yeah. I liked... Um, but it also had good episodes Spike like, and like Band Candy, where like band the, candy the candy is the, turning yep. on the parents. And then the Zeppo, the Z- Xander-centric oh, yeah, Xander episode. Oh, yeah, going around yeah. with a bunch of zombies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He gets his yeah, own little adventure. That was fun. Yeah. I liked... Uh, but like, I feel we're like... We're not putting any of this in, by the way. So go oh, ahead. yes, we fucking no, are. We're not. Leave this in. If you don't leave good this in, you're a bitch. Like, I'm going to seriously riot if you don't leave this. <laughs> Maybe as a separate bit. No. 
No, we're not going to go too much more in depth. We'll leave it at that. Okay. But right. leave this shit in. I watched Buffy obsessively. Dude, from I was age so into Buffy. Seven to about tell you, 13. Let me I tell you a, really a, a coming of age story for old Max. And this will justify leaving it in. I came the first time whilst jerking <laughs> Actually, <off to> <laughs> actually. Sarah Michelle fan, Geller. Fanfiction.net. A story about Tara and Buffy. Oh, right. And I remember her... Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get blue. This is why you're going to leave it in. Okay. I'm going to get blue, I might leave it I'm gonna in get if blue you're going to get blue. You. Tara is uh, fingering Buffy, mm-hmm. and she sucks her fingers off, and she goes, I always wanted to taste a Slayer. That's which, terrible. Which is, is not something Tara would say, and it doesn't make no. any sense. That's something a vampire would say. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because Tara's a, a, a very mild-mannered witch, right? But also, let's get really blue here. Does Slayer, like... Does Slayer's pussies taste better? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. <laughs> like, I wouldn't think so, but I would think they would be quite taut on account of the, uh, on the, on account of the physical strength. And, like, yeah. you know, you see them doing... They're very flexible. They're doing their Kegels. Yeah. yeah, which is why I always found it, like, I couldn't understand... Before, before I ever started doing my bangs myself... Um, there's that episode where... Oh, sorry, your bangs? Like your My hair? bangs. Well, I haven't said Oh, your sex. Oh, okay, gotcha. My sight scene, <laughs> right? Like, what? Because <laughs> I was young. I, I went, so I would have been about, I don't know, 10 or 11 when the, I saw that um, uh-huh. season four episode where Buffy gets a boyfriend in college and then he kind of ghosts her. His yes. name was Parker. You remember, I remember that? This. Yes, yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, dude, he got to have sex with her. Yeah. Why is he acting like this? Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I grew up a bit, and then I realized, oh, I know. Uh, that's exactly why. Like, I understand exactly why he goes to her now. You- <laughs> and now I'm on Do his side. You know side. what was a weird experience for me? I uh, I was watching Buffy on like the living room TV. I had all the DVDs, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I think it's all on Amazon now. I'm probably doing the 90th rewatch. And uh, my mom, who doesn't know shit about Buffy... Just walks as in. well she shouldn't. As well she shouldn't. She walks into the living room. She sits there and watches it with me for like ten seconds. And it's season four, and uh, Riley is Buffy's boyfriend. Oh, that fuck. And my dish. mom points to him and goes, "Who's that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's Riley. That's Buffy's boyfriend." She goes, "Mark mm. Lucas." Yeah, she goes, mm, <laughs> "Not a good boyfriend." And I go, why? And she goes, he's milk toast. He's a simp. She goes, he's she was, milk toast. She was and he walks was upstairs. And that's where I first learned the word milk toast. She's absolutely right. Or she, my mom, my mom is yeah. a galaxy brain. No, she was absolutely right. He was one of the worst characters in the show. Now, yeah. Now that you, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. season four isn't Shit. that good. Mark Blucas, yeah, Mark yeah. Blucas, not Lucas. <laughs> no, Blucas. Mark Blucas, who also turned up in. A few other things. I think he had a very mm-hmm. small role in Pleasantville. Hell yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. There are a lot of actors in that show. I think James Masters, who played Spike, I think he should have gone on to do better things. You want to hear one of the first stories of me and Shannon dating? Uh, Go on, then. We went to uh, Stockton Comic Con. Fuck yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Get ready. Anthony Stewart head. And... Um, <laughs> and, and I think I had to pay their way in, even though it was only like fifteen or twenty dollars. It was her and her Who's sister. They? Oh right. And so all three of us went to Stockton Con because I was working. I was working. <laughs> Why in the, didn't they call it StockCon? I was working in the warehouse at the time, which meant I was rich. I was making like four hundred dollars <laughs> a week. Okay. So rich, and um, 
So we went to Stockton Con, and one of the only recognized. No, sorry, I'm going to pull you up on that again. Yeah. It's not StockCon? No, it's Stockton. I don't even Stockton know if it was Stockton Con. Con. It might have been called like Stockton Comic Con or an even clunkier name. Oh my God. It was, in, it was right in the um, the stadium where the. Comstock. <laughs> Comstock, like fucking Bioshock yeah. Infinite. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I just played was, that yesterday with my wife. All right. Good game. Great game. That, well, the opening hour is good. Yeah, that's kind of exactly. That's kind of exactly what's good in that game. Very opening. It's immersive. It's great. It is immersive. Fantastic. Anyway, go ahead. uh, Yeah. So, um, I kind of I remember there. I don't want to get too much into detail, but basically, in whatever. Basically, we went to Stockton Con, Con, which is stupid. Okay. And there were a bunch of random celebrities there. Was Linda Blair there? She usually is. I think she might have been. Linda Blair might have been there, but you know who was there was Nicholas Brendan. Xander, mm. Xander Harris. Yeah, alcoholic uh, sex pest Nicholas Brandon. <laughs> correct. Was he shitting his pants this time? No, nah, he was eating Quiznos. And, uh, Probably he, shit his pants he had later just, after he left. He had, just, he had just come back from lunch, and he looked like a fucking wreck. Yeah. But there was a sign there, and, you know, Shannon and, and, and her sister are both huge Buffy fans, as am I. Oh, God. And um, he said, like, he had, like, a sign that was, like, picture is $30, blah, blah, blah. And, and kind of sweet. It said, like, hugs are free. And so they just went up to him. And, you know, they're two cute girls. And they were like, can we give you a hug? And he was like, sure. Like, hug this. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought for a second, like my my impish brain was like, "What if I go try to hug him? <laughs> like, will he be that into it?" Um, but he was sweet to them, and he talked. No, he brings out his identical twin for the hugs. He had. No- <laughs> Does he have an identical twin? Yeah, that's funny. Some of the scenes in uh, Buffy where there are two Xanders are him and his twin. I did not know that. Yeah, it's not a split screen. Interesting. Yeah, that's why those bits are paid a lot more attention to than any other bits where there might yeah, be a double, yeah. where they're on two opposite where there sides might be of a Willow very and Vampire room. Willow. Yeah, and they're up on opposite sides of a very blank room. Yeah, whereas yeah. Xander and his, uh, yeah, his uh, his double. Yeah, just his twin. Here, give me one second. I'm gonna piss one more time. Okay. Yeah, my cat is fat, dude, and like yeah. we try, and we've said, okay, we'll we'll just because we only feed him like three times a day, mm-hmm. or sometimes just whenever he's yelling. But now we're like, okay, two times a day, once in the morning, once at night. That will help him lose some weight. He yells so much that we uh, we we cave. We give dude, him. I'm, he's, dude, he's I'm a so yellow, lucky. Dude. My cat is like insanely well behaved. Like, I mean, as much as he annoys me, all he really actually does is, like, when I'm in the morning and I'm, like, putting my contacts in and taking yeah. a shower and doing my stuff, I don't feed him until after I'm done with all my stuff. Oh, yeah. Does he yell at you in the morning? Yeah. yeah he'll, he'll come so in and meow one. at me in the morning. But, like, really not that bad. And he doesn't start meowing until I'm already up and out of bed. Yeah. No, th- this one yeah. meows at us if we're not in bed on time. How old is he? Uh, he's about now. He would be about a close to two. See, my cat's about ten. I think. Mm. I think he. Someone with. Honestly, we're not. Someone sh- beat his ass into shape. <laughs> but on, honestly, we're not sure about this one. I, yeah. I, I think cats are kind of bullshit. Like I, I had a. They are. <laughs> it's a scam. No, but the ages they give you when you adopt them, I think are. No, I know that's what I'm of, saying. They are, yeah. Because I had a cat that I adopted when I thought he was one year old, yeah, and then he got very sick, unfortunately, within a year, mm-hmm. and ended up having to be put down. Um, 
because he had some kind of stomach cancer. And on the final trip, when I was literally taking him to be put down, I was fucking destroyed anyway. The doctor made sure to tell me, oh, you wrote his age down as one and a half, two years old. This cat's about four. Yeah. And I was like, well, why did they tell me then that he was one year old? Because they want me to take him, probably. What's bizarre is they estimate cat age based on the teeth. Uh And they really kind of get about a four-year range on that. <laughs> well, that's exactly what happened. They yeah. thought it was one. Yeah. But I also think they probably I take put the younger. High. I yeah, take the high. Yeah. When I adopted Sir Samuel, they said he was seven. I've had him for a year, so he's technically eight, but they said he was seven to ten, so I say he's about ten or he's 11. He's probably ten or eleven, yeah. yeah. All right, well, yeah, so Rue will uh, bully him if he... So, Shadow? Yeah, so Sha- wow. Shadow goes out, and he, he does it a bit trepidatiously. He keeps going, like, you know, a little further each mm-hmm. day. Uh, and Rue, if he catches him out there, will chase him back inside. That's <laughs> the, Rue's territory. The enforcer. Yeah, he's literally the enforcer, and I yell at him yeah. for being a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's he's social distancing. He's one of those <laughs> social media people. <laughs> he doesn't want Shadow to get coronavirus. Yeah, well, you know, I don't, don't want to... COVID, Shadow. I don't want to uh, um, alarm you, but I had a cat who was very timid her whole life. She lived 15 years old. Went out one day, got eaten by a coyote. No. Okay. Close. Hit by a car. No. So my mom, for whatever... Fucked by Nicholas Brandon. (laughs) 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 He's just out there prowling. The worst fate of all. (laughs) Drunk. Hey, you want a free hug? (laughs) Hug this pussy. (laughs) No, so um, my mom, for whatever reason, as the cat was getting older and more comfortable around people... I've always had a pretty good relationship with the cat. She would sleep with me and stuff, but I moved out. The cat was still alive. This is my childhood cat. We got this cat in like 1996. You know, I was five years old. So I had this cat a long time. Anyway, as the cat started getting more bold, when we moved to the new house, she tended to live in the garage. Mm-hmm. That was just where she lived. We had a bunch of boxes there. It was like a four-car garage for some reason because one of those model homes that has too much garage space. And um, she lived in the fucking garage amongst all this shit. And uh, my mom would at night, apparently, according to my mom, would open the side garage door and let the cat out into the yard to wander and explore. Mm -hmm. And she would slowly do it. Sometimes she'd just poke her head out and run back in. But eventually she got more and more comfortable. And eventually it got to the point where she'd wander off and my mom would come out and go, kitty, 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 come here. And she'd run back. And one day she did it. Beware of Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> one day she did it. And she didn't come back. And my mom was like, where are you? And started exploring. And my cat had drowned in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> now, who knows what happened? <laughs> Aren't cats meant to be afraid of water? You wouldn't think they would go in. I think my theory is that maybe she got dive bombed by a blue jay because they were pretty popular up where I lived. Your mom they- did it. <laughs> my mom killed the dog. Yeah. Like William Shatner killed his wife with <laughs> William Shatner. That's a fucked up thing to is say. He, his wife, his wife drowned. But there's a very uh, distasteful conspiracy theory about how he killed his wife. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I, I thought that was like another Robert Wagner type conspiracy theory about him pushing him over the edge. No, it's it's. I think it's more along the lines of like a Pat Oswalt conspiracy theory about how he killed Michelle McNamara. Have you heard oh, that one? Oh, did he? Well, it's no, he I didn't. Love but it it's something did. that rude alt right people say to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if the Golden State Killer got her. 
Because, you know, they got him. <laughs> Just after she did. No one would get that reference. But no, they will. Leave nah, that in. No one would get leave that. Leave that. Dude, this is good. Like, leave that shit in. No, Patton Oswalt's fucking vociferous. Uh, that's not the word. Vociferous? In terms of what? I need to hear the context no, to know no, if it's no. the right word. About, like, you know, finding any criticism of him. and yeah, I, He might be vociferous. Like, he's, vociferous he's, like, he's means you, you, hungry. Uh, like, always consuming yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, tenacious, tenacious um, yes. would be a good would be a good synonym. For okay, that. all uh, right. Wait, well, so we should go anyway. So my cat, I want to just put a cap on that story because it's so got your a mom funny, killed your cat. It's got a funny punchline. So my mom texted me and my brother on a group text and was like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, Whiskers died today." And I was like, "That's weird." You named your cat after a fucking food brand for cats. That's Whiskey's asshole. And, no, uh, whiskers, or maybe that's an English thing. No, nah, I don't know what whiskers is, but no. whiskies is a cat is a food brand name. Anyway, so you named your cat after a part of its biological makeup. Absolutely true. <laughs> and I don't know if I was the one who named her, but hey, Rue. again, I was about five years old when we got this okay. cat, <laughs> and so I uh, I called her, and I'm like, I must be like twenty four or five by now. Cat lived a long time. Uh huh. And until your mom killed it. Until my mom fucking was like, enough. <laughs> You've lived too long. <laughs> and so I call, my, gone, I call my mom and I'm like, what happened to the cat? Fucking, was she sick? Like, it was interesting. Now I drowned her, sweetie. And my mom was like, <laughs> she was done. My mom was like, oh, fine. Since you asked, I'll tell you. My mom was apparently going to withhold the details from me. Uh-huh. And she told me all the details. And I was like, well, that would be shocking and upsetting to me. If not for the fact that two hours before I got this news, I got news that my high school friend was found bludgeoned to death in a dumpster. <laughs> like that was a weird night for me, man. <laughs> you said that was your mom too? What? Yeah, you- might have been. <laughs> you think she just went on a, on a fucking spree? Was, yeah, it might have been, dude. I'm gonna kill everything I'm like, he loves. I'm like, mom, the timing is getting suspicious here. You killed my friend, you killed I'm gonna my cat. destroy everything he holds dear. I don't know why I'm saying it in a kind of like Massachusetts accent, but that's nah, why I imagine she sounds like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's funny in my way. I think my mom. Uh, my mom sent me a Die, picture. Pussy. Of, my mom sent me a picture of her and her two cats hanging out recently, and I was like, "Those cats are fucking obese." But I don't know if me and my mom have the type of relationship where I can say that to her. No, she's like, "Yeah, they're not long for this world." <laughs> yeah, she's fat. She's. I got them. big plans for this. Fo- yeah. Have you ever heard of foie gras? <laughs> Cat foie gras. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I found out my mom was a fucking serial murderer. She's just a, just like, a fucking pure sociopath. Yeah, Not yeah. even a sociopath. Psychopath. Yeah. I would actually yeah. love that. Anyway, so. You've um, heard of the Denny Proper Talks Maniacs? <laughs> yeah, that was her. I was that one was, of them. <laughs> that, was her. that was her and a buddy. I framed those stupid boys. <laughs> That was, that was me. my mom and a buddy. Yeah, that was all Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Max. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah, that's right. Don't say my last name. No. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be associated when the police finally catch up with her. <laughs> that's fucking killer. The fucking she's one of the main. She's one of the fucking two guys. One hammer. Yeah, yeah that's what, that's who that is, right? The Denis. Yeah, they call the three whatever. guys one hammer. It's actually two guys and one crazy bitch. <laughs> one crazy mommy. <laughs> My Dude, mom, yeah. It was less catchy a title, though. A lot of people think 
August Underground is fiction, but <laughs> it's actually based heavily on the life of my mother. <laughs> Mrs. Max Underground. <laughs> Toe Tag Productions. Oh, yeah. Was that who made that? Toe Tag yeah, Productions? Yeah, Fred Vogel's label. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that Fred Vogel who did those? I thought it yeah. was I thought it was the other famous effects artist. What the fuck is what, his? Tom Savini? Yeah, I thought it was Savini. No, Tom Savini didn't make them. Uh, Fred Vogel was a student of Tom Savini. Oh, okay. And then he made go. August Underground. And I think Tom Savini basically like disowned him after that. Yeah, fair enough. Because Tom Savini was like, hey, I just make like gory vampires. I like monsters. I like monsters from with the Essex exploding and it's green. Have you seen from dusk till dawn that Green was me. goo Green that was tom goo. savini right yeah tom savini was in that i don't know if he did oh the special yeah was he the guy with the dick gun? he's the guy with the dick gun uh what a fucking stupid movie honestly from dusk till dawn is an extremely overrated movie <laughs> i don't know if you could call it overrated oh my god it's beloved are you kidding me but in that kind of cult way, in the same everyone way that- I talk to is like again. I only hang out with Galaxy Brains, so everyone I talk to is like that movie. <laughs> oh my god! Don't even know it's gonna start out as like don't crime. Even know it's gonna have vampires till fifty minutes in. <laughs> I'm like, I hate you. I hate everything. It's the I same people them. who are like, psychogenically dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. All Those the, guys in fucking film school were the best. Dude. All the, the galaxy the brain who, movie takes are the people fucking who worship legendary. like Hitchcock's douchiest bits. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, of course. You know, he said that you got to treat an actor like an animal. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. Well, in his very good, British good sardonic way, it was yeah. like, they're basically performing monkeys and you have to treat them as such. Oh, something like well, that. But then and then again, people are like, is that, is that not, isn't that the plot of Rebecca? That like an animal trainer, psychologist trains a woman? I've never seen Rebecca. I think I've only seen Guys, write in, but I'm 97% sure <laughs> that's the plot of Rebecca. <laughs> I've actually never seen Rebecca. Which I've that's also one, never seen. <laughs> that's one of the ones I've never watched. I've only watched. I've seen, I, dude, you could fill the Grand Canyon with Alfred Hitchcock movies I haven't watched. I've seen a good six or seven of them, but, you know, honestly... Let's go through them. I'll tell you all the ones I've seen. You tell me if you've seen them or not. Seen The Birds. Yes. Seen Psycho. Yes. Seen Rear Window. Yes. Uh, Seen Rope. Yes. Seen Dial M for Murder. Yes. Seen Vertigo? No. Have you seen... uh, um, What's it called? Strangers on a Train? Nope. Marnie? Nope. I think that's it. I think that's all the ones I've seen. Honestly... (laughs) He's fine. It's all right. It's kind of like the John Ford or Steven Spielberg. <laughs> like it's like populist shit filmmaking. Yeah. Me, I'm a galaxy brain. I like to fucking. Uh, I like to watch uh, high a, art. You're a Guardians of the Galaxy. I brain. only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I only watch James Gunn and <laughs> uh, and who directed a uh, fucking Dog Star Man. Uh, Dog Star Man. Yeah, like one of those experimental. Oh. A Stanley Brackage. I'm a Stanley Brackage fan, and I'm a. Uh, <laughs> I'm a James Gunn fan. Those James Gunn and Stanley Brackage. Stanley Brackage <laughs> and Guardians of the Galaxy are the two most <laughs> daring films. That was hilarious. The popular movie discourse around Guardians of the Galaxy where all the fucking Marvel... I mean, is it... You know, fuck it. Marvel, I thought that one sucked, honestly. All the Marvel tards were like... Uh, were like... It's daring. <laughs> well, they're like, it's bold. It's the thing, man. Like, I, I remember... I saw... I saw the first Avengers when it came out, and I remember quite liking it because I like Joss Whedon. My I like man. Buffy. Yes. See, here's how we're going to circle back. No, but leave then all of almost, this in. Almost yeah. every Marvel movie after that 
you know, like uh, the first Thor movie, uh, the Captain, the first Captain America movie. Uh, Iron Man one is shit, but in no, a kind of entertainment, it's no, good. It's not. It's not good. It has the most basic fucking plot progression that you can imagine. Which, of course, they all do. I know they all do, but you're kind of like, oh well, if this is being cited as some kind of new revitalization of the superhero drama, coming out around the same time as like Batman Begins or what, which I also don't like that much. But it's better movie than Batman Begins. That's for it's damn sure. funner. I'll give you that. But anyway, my point is that when people started getting really excited about the Marvel movies, I started losing a bit of interest because I was like, "Well, the Avengers was fun, and I didn't really like any of the others." Yeah. Then Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, and everyone's telling me, "Oh, well, this one you'll like. This is great. It's funny. That's... It's got seventies references." And Oof. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know about that." Okay, I watched it. I was like, "This is awful." Fucking, yeah. This is this is one of the worst things. Bradley they, Cooper. They fucking, really just don't know you well. If they think you, nah, would like that's that. the thing. Like, no one knows me well, dude. Yeah, like, no one true. fucking knows me well enough. But anyway, you're the dog star man of people. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, no one knows who I'm you the, are. <laughs> I'm the Hassan Balthazar of people. Oh, I know that movie. The donkey. Just, yeah, the donkey man yeah, getting passed from person to person. That's me. I'm the donkey. You I'm know just what like, I liked is Todd Salons is a wiener dog. Oh yeah, basically, a kind of a, basically a, re- a, a contemporary reinterpolation. Not good. It. Did you like Wiener Dog? I thought I it liked was this fucking... about. I liked this about Wiener Dog. I thought it was horrible. I honestly. liked this about Wiener Dog. I've never seen more heinously, <laughs> cruelly deceptive marketing. Oh yeah, well Where they made that. it look like it's almost like a dog's purpose. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny. So I went and saw it at Lemley. Encino. It was the only theater playing. But you knew it was Todd Salon. So you oh, yeah, knew I knew. That. I knew what I was right, in for. Okay. But it's me and a bunch of old ladies <laughs> who love wiener dogs. They're like, well, I hope this wiener dog finds his way home. They might somehow. as well have brought a pet dog. <laughs> like, it's me and a bunch of old ladies and um and your mom who's like fucking applauding when it explodes. <laughs> yeah, I brought her. I skyped <laughs> her in. She's like, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suffer. So I mean, I don't care. I'll All spo- of God's creatures this- must suffer, Max. <laughs> You do understand that, My right? mom's like divine in pink flamingos. She's yeah, like legalized first degree murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'll say this. I, I don't care about spoiling this. Um, no one's going to watch it. It's really not a very good movie. No, no, but no. Uh, it's, it's too... It's like it's not even too nihilistic. It's that it's like it's almost like teenage nihilism. Yeah, and it's, it's like, almost reddity. Like yeah, well that's the idea of like this film at. professor. Yeah, yeah, like, who's just pissy that his students are too fucking. It young. feels it feels <laughs> hateful of young people and yeah. black people in a way. Like I don't remember specifically. Well, Zasha Mamet in the final scene, Zasha oh, Mamet's boyfriend. Yeah, but isn't it that her mom is old and kind of racist? Isn't it's that the her point grandma? Of it? Well, it's. Not even that. It's that he is a. Uh, the idea is Zasha Mamet. So this is like actually probably the best sequence and also the meanest the sequence. final sequence. It's the final sequence. Yeah. yeah. It's Zasha Mamet. She comes home with this guy whose name is like Mr. Cal or something like that, uh-huh. which is a Mr. rapper's Cal? name. No, it's- <laughs> it, it, but it's something like that. It's like magic. Isn't that the with shit a- your ass guy. Mr. Cal? Mr. Cal's a rapper. I yeah. think he did like... Uh... Shake your ass. Watch oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, good job. <laughs> From uh, About a Boy. Uh, was that? From the movie About a Boy. Well done. Anyway. Well done. 
And so, I like that when we drink, we get autistic. I'm on fire. We just, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking making connections. Six Do you remember the conversation six I degrees had? Of Kevin Bacon. Do you remember Fuck the you. pure a thousand distilled. degrees of Joss Whedon? Do you remember the pure distilled autism conversation I had with Robert in front of you, where I was like, "Who played Batgirl? Oh yeah. Oh, she was also an Emperor's New Groove. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> why? Yeah, there have been like about twenty times in the past couple of years that I've considered committing suicide <laughs> then and there, like yeah. you know, right then and there, using yeah. anything available to me. That was one of them for sure yeah it was pretty rough um but anyway so the final sequence in todd salons as a wiener dog is um zasha mamet comes home with her new boyfriend mr cal <laughs> and he's this black guy basically that's kind of his whole identity is he's a black guy who wears purple shades in the script that's and what she's like kind i mean i wouldn't be shocked and <laughs> he's black and he wears purple shades and she's like he's really interested in mortality um his work is a lot like... I like killing motherfuckers. No, she's like, his work is a lot like Damien Hurst. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. it's not like Damien Hurst. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of a funny, that, kind of a yeah. funny joke. Um, yeah. But she... The, anyway, the old grandma is... I don't recall her being racist, but she's definitely not nice. And But, like, the thing about the sequence is we don't get a lot of context into her being not nice. We kind of see her being not nice once to someone who kind of deserves it. Isn't she like uh, something to do with money, like an inheritance? She has a lot of money. She has a lot of money, and she like... Isn't that that they're trying to get an inheritance to offer? Yes. Zasha Mamet is only visiting her to get money off of her. Right. And she's just like, tell me how much to write the check for. Well, she doesn't care. That's pretty kind of her. It is. (laughs) And, And she's like, and she's hateful, and like Zasha brings her like an like a prize ostrich egg and you hear her putting it in the garbage disposal. Yeah. I just have a bizarrely good memory of this sequence. I've seen that um, movie once and oddly I remember all of this. Yeah. And yeah. like she puts the like an ostrich egg in the garbage disposal. But what's weird is like then Zasha Mamet and her boyfriend leave. Uh, they go out to take the dog for a walk. Uh-huh. And I think the implication is the dog gets let off the leash or something at one point because they just come back in and they throw the dog leash and collar in. Yeah. And then they leave real quick. Um, but Zasha Mamet and her boyfriend leave and then it's just the lady dozing off in the backyard and she sees all these visions of herself as a little girl being like, I'm what your life would have been like if you were nice to your family. And I'm like, honestly the only interaction we've seen with her family is someone who really doesn't deserve a ton of kindness. Like someone who's using her for money. Right. And, um, and then she wakes up and her dog is missing. And then final shot is it cuts to the dog running across the street and getting hit by a truck and like, Guts splattering everywhere. Yeah, I thought it exploded. No, that was Danny DeVito's bit, right? No, no, no. It's the, Danny this DeVito is the, was trying to rig it up with explosives. Right, but right? it survives but that. But it survives it. Right. That's so. I, I remember it exploding, but then it just gets hit by a car at the end. That's it. At the end, it gets yeah. hit by a truck on the freeway. Right. And then the big kicker is it cuts to Zasha Mamet's boyfriend's well-received art exhibit, uh-huh. and he has taken the wiener dog's dead body... And, and made Damien it, Hurst and, it, and Damien Hurst yeah, did. Yeah, right. he made it animatronic rather than cut it in half. But still, oh, that sounds cool. Actually, I don't remember that. I don't remember the ending. Yeah, and yeah. so, and that's kind of the big, the big joke at the end. But um, anyway, so it's it's a dark movie. It's but a it, shit movie. It does. Honestly. I don't think it's shit, but it it says. It's a dark movie and it's a mean spirited movie, but I think it offers a unique insight that a lot of movies don't, which is about like 
It is. It's the what's it called? Othal Balthazar, the fucking donkey movie. Othal Balthazar. It's exactly the yeah. same premise, yeah, yeah. except it's a dog instead of a donkey. Right. It's about a fucking animal that takes the fucking brunt of man's sort yeah. of projection. By the way, yeah. If if we let's get into a little bit of uh, we're, we're already in popcorn chat. We're yeah. balls deep in some popcorn here, but yeah. so my friend Aaron in uh, Ireland, yeah. He is a film professor. He's a, 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 a kind of like a Daniel like. I bet figure. you he likes Wiener Dog. PhD? No, he doesn't. He doesn't oh. like Todd Salance in general. Oh, and that's I, crazy. Personally, I, I have a like. Not even happiness. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So I really like happiness. Yeah. I think happiness is it's a really a, it's good a black modern, comedy. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like as far as black comedy movies go, it's it's hard to think of. Any Welcome that to the Dollhouse is good too. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so happiness for me, as far as black comedies that are at least somewhat accessible to a mainstream audience go, that's about as good as you can get. It has a bunch of very famous, well, quite famous people in it, anyway. And is what is your pussy? What? Yeah, that's, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman is fucking great yeah. in it, and basically proto anything he did afterwards. Yeah, I think anything that he got cast in afterwards was because of that character. Yeah, he's playing very similar characters. Um, but anyway, getting back to what I was saying, yeah. my friend Aaron. Uh, who's a proper film scholar, really, really hates Todd Salons. And he hates happiness. And he hates Why? everything. Because he thinks he's a, a, basically a cynical asshole. Like an edgelord. Uh, not only that, but like like hateful is the word yeah. he keeps using. He, he is hateful. He thinks he's hateful. And, and it's become more apparent way. in his latter phases. Well, certainly yeah. Dog is... That, That's a deeply hateful yeah, movie. Yeah, because I would have arguments with Aaron where I'd say, no, fucking happiness is good. Dude. Like You're being oversensitive. It here. is good. That is yeah. a really fucking good movie. That's a good example of black comedy, blah, blah, blah. Then I saw Dog, which I think is his latest movie. If not, he might have made one mm, since. Yeah, I wonder, actually. Dog was, what, 2013, 2014? No, no, no. It was. I was living in LA, so it must have been 2016. Really? Even later. Well, yeah, and then I saw that, and everything that Aaron had been telling me about him over the years, I saw right then and there, and I was like, "Oh dear." Yeah. Speaking of uh, Aaron, by the way, can I? Uh, we're, we're pimping every podcast but our own. Do you have a podcast? Aaron just started one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. Subscribing right now. Uh, it's I, I believe it's on Apple. Um, it's a podcast that he's is very very academic but it's very very good he's doing a podcast about jesus movies okay about movies that is it a solo jesus podcast in. yeah just him talking yeah uh with some audio clips but um it's called mondo christ almighty <laughs> mondo christ almighty uh it's really fucking good um anyway yeah here it is aaron mcmullen yep aaron well yeah we can give us yeah, sure. fucking on there yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like. yeah. Uh, yeah, subscribed. It's absolutely fantastic. Because I'm kind of obsessed with Jesus movies in my own way. And uh, the amount of detail he goes into. And, and just sheer analysis on, you know, the patient, yeah, basically depictions of Christ in movies and how he's depicted yeah. and stuff like that. And There's a lot to be said. Yeah, and the, he's only done he's done two episodes so far. I think he's releasing them every other Friday since Good Friday, naturally. And uh, he just, in the at the end of the last one, he went into um, some Jesus movie made by an Iranian, an Islamic mm. Iranian. Because Jesus is in the Quran. He's just not the yes. son of God in yes. the Quran. But he, the story is kind of the same. Uh, and he goes into like the differences of that film. I mean, it's, it, it's really good. I think you would like it. The podcast or the movie? 
The podcast. I haven't okay. seen the movie. That's <laughs> like, the thing. I'm, is I'm learning the, about that movie. I'm from... going to watch some Muslim Jesus movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, hey, the way he describes it and the way he talks about it, I kind of do want to watch it now. It yeah. sounds pretty fascinating. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I just subscribed. I gave him a five-star rating. Sight unseen. <laughs>